Well, good afternoon, everybody. Good to see you all. Uh, you're probably wondering what this strange priest is doing here. Um, but th this is uh, part of my family. And so uh, my sister Cecile and her husband Dale are celebrating their 65th wedding anniversary. So, so it's, it's good to do that, and I encourage you because it's a good example to you young folks, right? Stay with the program, you know? Do the best you can with it. Um, it might be worth noting that all of us except Paul went to St. Joseph's School. That's a few moons ago, of course. Um, I graduated in 1950 from St. Joseph's. So you graduated in 45? 40 what? 46. Well, I thought you were five years older than I was. <laughs> she says it's 46, it must be true, so forth. And uh, there were eight of us in the Beauvais clan from Mundelein. And my brother Paul, the youngest one, went to, I think, St. Mary's in Fremont Center and then also Santa Maria, right? So it's kind of interesting for me to come back after all these years uh, and see that everything is, in fact, it's lovely. Everything has grown very well. And to celebrate the goodness of family life. Now, I'm sure you all did that on Thanksgiving, didn't you? You appreciated the family that you have. And I was invited, as I am every year, to Seal and Dale's home uh, with their six children and 10 grandchildren. Is that right? Close enough. Um, <laughs> and so forth. And so, you know, you look back and you say how blessed we were to have this parish that, that educated those of us from Santa Maria del Popolo. Uh, and helped us to appreciate the gift of faith that we have and the gift of family, and that's why we're here tonight. So that's what we'll do a blessing after the, uh, just before the final blessing uh, to celebrate their anniversary and uh, to remind us then that God is good. And as we all know, marriage isn't easy, uh, but you made it 65 years. So thank God for that. All right, what do we talk about? Truth and grace. Grace and truth is the theme that they've offered now for today in this uh, Advent season. And we have four full weeks this year to celebrate. Uh, so we've got uh, all these complete weeks. That doesn't often happen. So we have plenty of time, but on the other hand, we want to make sure the time is focused, it's utilized properly, and it gets us to the Christmas feast in a spirit that was different than when we started. And so with this first Sunday of Advent, it reminds us that we're kind of focused on in that day, in those days, the day of the coming of the Lord. And so we think about that the first couple weekends usually, and then the second two, we think about the coming of Christmas, the birth of Christ and so forth. So we're thinking about the end times knowing that there's going to be a time when we're all called to say, look, you need to make an accounting of yourself. There will be a day of reckoning, and we don't know when that is, and it doesn't matter when it is, because all you have to do is stay awake and be, realize that the Lord is coming. Stay awake so that when He comes, you will indeed be ready. And that's a pretty important message for all of us. It doesn't matter when the Lord comes, really. First of all, you have nothing to say about it. 
But secondly, it doesn't matter because all we have to do is be awake each day and say, I'm ready, Lord, when you come, and it'll be okay. And that's the important thing. Now, a couple things. We talk about grace and truth. Uh, here you've got Isaiah in the first reading uh, reminding us that we got to come back to the holy city. They were in exile in Babylon, and he says, it's coming now, the days are coming, when we are going to climb the mountain of the Lord. And we're going to go to that mountain so that the Lord can instruct us with his truth and we can walk in his paths. Therefore, climb, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In other words, there's a goal that's high and lofty, and that's where we want to be because that's where the Lord's going to nourish us. So let's all work together, kind of in procession, working together peaceably, and let's find, see if we can find that mountain where the Lord will continue to instruct us and give us the courage and strength. That's a pretty positive concept, isn't it? When I think about this last year, a year ago we celebrated the first Sunday of Advent. Last Sunday we celebrated the Feast of Christ the King, and we asked the question, what kind of a kingdom are you going to hand over to the Lord when the time comes? Is it a kingdom of truth and life and justice and peace, of faithfulness and holiness? Or do we have some work to do? And most of us would acknowledge, yeah, we have some work to do. So we start another year, beginning tonight, another year of grace, we call it. And we say, now during this year of grace, we are going to listen to the Lord. We're going to let him instruct us. We're going to try and walk and follow in his path so that when we come to the end of the year, a year from now, uh, we'll say, yeah, we followed pretty well. We listened pretty well. We heard what the Lord had to say. Now I think we're in better shape than we were a year ago. When I reflect on, on this, uh, this last year, it was a tough year, wasn't it, for all of us? Uh, we continued with the pandemic. That was difficult. Got a little easier, but it was still difficult. Uh, people are on edge, arguing about this and that. And the other thing, you say, what do you, let it go. Just do what they suggest to you and everything will be fine. Then we started a war. Uh, we didn't. Russia started a war. And uh, this is a terrible thing to the people of Ukraine. And everybody looks at that and you watch it on television. They have to say, how is it possible that people of faith, the Russians for the most part are people of faith, the Orthodox faith, how can they do that? How can their leadership do that and so forth? And you say, wait a minute, didn't we hear, as we heard in the first reading, we're going to turn our swords into plowshares and our field, uh, into pruning hooks, and we're going to declare no more war again, no, never more war. And we say, and we really believe, there's no justification really for war today. It's just too awful to even contemplate it. And yet, here we are, a people watching that and struggling with it, and our country trying to help as best they can. But it's the reality. Where is the Lord in all of this? And we say, maybe something will happen this year. It will get better, and we will be in better shape. And then we just finished suffering through the electoral season. Wasn't that fun, the electoral season this past year? Saying things that people shouldn't say to each other, and that's over with, it's done. The arguments are finished. Let's relax, take it easy, and move forward to another year without elections. Uh, and hopefully we say, look, folks, let's get along together. We don't have to have the same opinions. We don't have to vote the same way, but we do have to get along together. That's the call. 
we have as Christians. And so I think that's the challenge that we have before us. Kind of my focus with, we're talking about the truth and grace. We ask the question, do we really care? Do we really care about our brothers and sisters, about all people of whatever description? Do we really care about that? Do we really care about the environment in which we live? Because that's a pretty hot topic these days too. What are we doing to our environment? We have the wonderful guidance of Pope uh, Francis on his encyclical on the environment, our common home. Folks, take care of your common home. Let's work together. Don't crash it and on down the line. And so maybe as we look about what is the grace that God gives us, the courage and strength, the favor that he gives us, freely given, to walk in his light, to be instructed by him, and then to say, now, where are we going with that? How are we going to show our concern for one another? And really, folks, we kind of give up this fighting back and forth. There's just too much of that. It doesn't make any sense. Even among families, that's, that's not who we are. We are a people who understand one another as best we can, but we accept one another. Whoever they are, we respect them. And we say, we're going to work together because we care about them. Uh, we can even talk about, care about, caring about the people who are struggling in various uh, wills. Look at the refugees, for example, from Ukraine. They say that there's about 103 million people who cannot live in their own homes. Refugees, migrants, whatever you want to call them. They can't live in their own home or hometown, so they have to go someplace else where the conditions are often very, very difficult. Do we care about those folks? And then lastly, do we care about the environment in which we live? Are we willing to take steps to take care of it, to, to use the guidance and wisdom of people who know more about it than we do, and say, look, this is God's gift to us. By the grace of God, God's grace gives us this world in which we live. He created everything. Everything is sacred. So we take it and we respect it and we take good care of it. And then that's going to help us. And then secondly, with we say, are we going to take care of one another? Are we going to help each other in our own communities, the people that have needs and so forth? A greater sensitivity because we care about all of God's creation, all of God's people. And we're going to say, let's use our, again, wisdom, our grace, our truth, knowing the truth to share what it is we need to do for one another and for our environment. If we get that right, life will be much better. And I always start Advent out by saying, it's gonna be a better year because we're paying attention more, I hope. We're listening to what the Lord has to say, his instruction to us, and we're gonna put our effort to it and say, you know, we gotta get beyond some of these things that hold us back. Let's move forward. Let's move forward in this Advent season so that we can say we are a people on the move. We're climbing that mountain up to the mountain of the Lord where he can hear us and we can walk in his path and say, it's time now, folks, let's make it better. We Christians are called to make our world better and we have the guidance and the leadership of our Lord Jesus Christ and his example to all of us and then the invitation for all of us who believe. Yes, we can be. God's holy people, we can live in the light of the Lord and walk in his light, and we can truly build up his kingdom here on earth. God bless you now. Have a pleasant evening.